According to the OPP and uh, the provincial stats on this, 5 to 10 percent of people using these high occupancy toll lanes are doing so illegally. The solution could be drone technology. And I believe the uh, government right now is they are talking to a dozen of com- dozens of companies and consortiums to help uh, deal with the problem. They're working their way towards a technological uh, fix for this, and it involves drones. One of the companies that they're talking to is the Sky Guys, and Adam Sachs has been on the show with the Sky Guys in the past, and he's back again. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for so much for having me. Well, thanks for being here. I mean, it's it's an interesting idea, the idea of, uh, you know, catching people, uh, flouting the law by using drone technology, especially out on the roads, because let's face it, you know, where's a cop when you need one, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, so you are one of the companies that are going to work on the drone technology. Um, why exactly is this the best technology with regards to the high occupancy uh, toll lanes? Yeah, so we've been developing a long-range drone uh, out here in Ontario for quite some time, and we were awarded um, a grant from the Ministry of Transportation to continue developing our technology specifically for HOV and hot lane uh, monitoring. And uh, the reason why our product... Uh, is perfect for this is because of its design. It can fly 24 hours. Um, it has the ability to fly up to 1,500 kilometers. And, of course, it's equipped with uh, different sensors uh, that can not only take photographs um, of the cars but detect who's inside by using thermal and heat signatures to be extremely accurate. Right. So you can tell if it's a dummy or if it's a real person in the car beside them. That's exactly right. Yeah, we need to be able to identify. You know, a lot of cars have legally tinted windows, uh, but it's hard to it's hard to see who's inside. Is it an infant inside, or is it a dog, or is it a mannequin in the front seat? Which you know the police have dealt with many times. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but people will do anything to get where they're going a little bit quicker. Um, let's talk about why this is a better idea than static cameras. How would the drone technology uh, be preferable? Well, for one, it's more feasible. So, you know, having one or two drones operating uh, at all times is a lot cheaper of a capital cost than having uh, cameras every so many feet. Uh, Maintaining that infrastructure, installing that infrastructure is extremely expensive. And from an accuracy standpoint, uh, because drones are mobile, uh, they'd be flying alongside the highway. They have more than just cameras. They have infrared on them. So being able to fly next to the highway alongside cars as they're coming allows us to capture from above, from way above, allows us to capture a lot more detail of who's in there and be more accurate, um, as well as be able to do it more feasibly. I understand, you know, uh, we were t- last time we spoke, Adam, we were talking about uh, the regulations around recreational drones and how, you know, commercial drones, they, they don't have the same sort of regulations around them. One of the things is that the uh, recreational drone can't get, I think it's uh, 75 uh, meters uh, within, uh, you know, vehicles or anything like that. Uh, how would we tell if we, you know, if we do use these commercialized drones, how would we be able to tell that those are literally commercialized drones flying above us on the highway and not recreational drones? How could you set them apart? Well, first of all, I mean, this drone's a big drone, so it's actually a small airplane size. Um, so, number one, you want to really see it. It'd be hard to identify it. Uh, if you're driving in a car, you'd have to look awfully high up above you hmm. to see it in the first place. Uh, but it does look like an airplane. It just doesn't have a pilot. Uh, so that's, you know, that's one kind of separator from your everyday uh, recreational drone. Uh, two, obviously, you know, we work extremely closely with Transport Canada, uh, the Ministry of Transportation on this. So, you know, it's a compliant commercial aircraft uh, that's gone through strict approvals and continues to go through those for safety and public safety. 
if you're looking at it from the from from uh, you know just on the side, you know, everyday consumer probably wouldn't know what it is in the sky. I uh, mm. might have some concerns up front, but uh, I think as drone laws continue to get enforced and progress, uh, we're going to see less and less rogue pilots out there and more commercial aircraft. I understand that even with the, uh, your commercial drones, they're not permitted to fly out of the visual range of their operators. So how are you going to get around that? Well, that's exactly right. Beyond visual line of sight is uh, unregulated, continue, or currently unregulated in Canada. We're working really closely with Transport Canada uh, and different authorities currently to go through testing and uh, work on future regulations for beyond visual line of sight. So it's definitely... Uh, the number one topic with respect to drones and Transport Canada, beyond visual line of sight, we are looking at seeing new regulations come in 2018. This program likely won't take effect with our drones flying the highways until 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by then, we, we suspect uh, those laws will already be in place. So are you? is the plan that you would uh, y- your drone would identify that someone was using the HOT lane uh, without having the amount of the appropriate amount of people in the car and not having paid for it already and then alert the OPP and then they would then pull the person over? Or would it be a situation where you could take a picture of their license plate and uh, send that in for ticketing? So right now it's being designed to autonomously uh, in real time be able to issue tickets. Uh, So be able to detect the ownership of the car, the number of occupants inside the car, and be able to see and scan uh, a barcode if there is a permit already in place for that car. And if not, be able to actually issue a ticket either in real time or after the fact. Uh, But a lot of those details haven't been worked out yet from the Ministry of Transportation. So it's a lot like photo radar. It is. It's very, very similar to how photo radar works, yes. Okay, but if we can't see the drone, then it's not going to be a deterrent other than you never know where you guys are. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you is, I know that you create software for drones, and y- you know you're beyond just a commercial company that that flies these uh, drones and trains people. Is it possible for a drone to be fitted with a, a photo radar or some sort of radar to determine how fast a vehicle is moving when they're ve- when they're moving at the same time? It is yes, and that's okay. something. So I mean, you know, we're starting this for hot lanes. Uh, mm-hmm. The reality it is that this technology is going much further than that. It does have the ability to have uh, actual radar equipment on it and detect speeding, as well as at the same time we have the ability to actually monitor in real-time road conditions, uh, not just traffic, but actually look at the conditions of the road, pothole infrastructure conditions, and report on those in real-time as well. So the technology goes way beyond this. Uh, I suspect this is just the beginning. Right. Now, that bring that opens up a whole new question, and that is privacy rights. You know, uh, Coming at it from your standpoint, and you're working on uh, with with the government, and you're working with within the uh, you know the legal realms that they've set forth. Uh, how do you feel about the you know people that say this is a huge a possible huge infringement on our privacy? Yeah, so I mean, you know, obviously I respect everyone uh, and, and and their feedback on this. What I would say initially is that you know there's still a lot to to be done in terms of privacy impact study. So nothing's happening tomorrow. Uh, but with respect to the drones, you know, our software, number one, has the ability to remove a lot of indications or things that would infringe on privacy. So facial detection is completely removed. So we actually can't identify who's in the car. We can just identify the car itself and how many bodies are in it. Uh, so we remove certain features of the data that's being collected uh, so that it's not intrusive to privacy. But, you know, obviously there are obvious concerns when you have drones or cameras or sensors flying in the sky. And I think 
the reality is a lot of that still needs to be worked out. I, I feel totally comfortable about it. This project is all about improving on mobility and traffic. You know, we have terrible systems currently in the GTA, and the government wants to improve on that. And if we can allow the HOV and the hot lanes to operate successfully without people um, breaking those laws, then that's going to help people get from A to B, and I'm all for that. Well, I wish you the best of luck, Adam. It's good to have you on the show again. Thanks so much for uh, giving us a little insight into what you guys are working on. Thank you so much. Cheers.